0: This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com/trekfm.
1: Hi, this is Marina Thordis, Diana Troy from Star Trek: The Next Generation. You're listening to Trek FM.
2: Tea, Earl Grey, hot.
0: It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Daniel Peru, sitting in the center chair this week, and joining me as always are my two co-hosts, Darren and Philip. Hey guys, uh, you look kind of the same, but I would say, what, maybe three or four years younger?
2: that's exactly right i am three dash four years younger it says so on my name tag
1: yep i mean that's at least um two feet of uh forehead that now has hair on it i haven't had a child yet i can i can, I can almost remember younger. the seating chart of my high school english freshman class it's coming to me no never mind still true still too early <laughs>
0: Okay, well, our intro was what it was, wasn't really very informative, <laughs> but uh, guys, what we're going to do is something I thought would be interesting. Um, what is the rage all of these
1: days? Ruining franchises.
0: Oh, reboots. Philip. Oh, Philip, you... No, reboots. Cinematic universes. Well, that's true. Cinematic universes, yeah. Uh,
1: 90s nostalgia.
2: Yeah, yep, 90s nostalgia. Power Rangers MMRPG. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, no. Um, Reboots and reimaginings, which we've kind of already covered a little bit, so that's okay. But prequels are also a thing that are happening now. And you know, I I was thinking, what, and something I had never really thought about before, honestly, what were our characters, our favorite characters, doing before Encounter at Farpoint? And that got me to thinking. Wow, what if there we had a season? Well, I'm calling it season zero, uh, but I believe it was Philip who mentioned that this would kind of be like uh, the IDW comics. Uh, at first, they did Countdown, um, and then they did Countdown to Darkness, I believe, uh, for the two JJ movies. So this would be our Countdown to Farpoint series. Mm. I smell an episode title. <laughs> So, you know, I was, and that just kind of opened the floodgate for me. Honestly, one of the uh, my favorite types of shows that we do here are our uh, hypothetical kind of we make it up as we go along, what's going on kind of shows. And uh, that's what I thought we would do here. So uh, wh- what about you guys? I'm just going to open this little bit up first. Have you ever really, I mean, like we get tidbits, you know, we know Picard was on the Stargazer, for example, stuff like that. I mean, we know things about these characters, Um, prior to their service on the Enterprise. But have you ever thought about what led up to Farpoint? What led up to season one of TNG? Yeah,
1: I I mean, you know, where did Wesley get his first sweater? Um, (laughs) Where, um, you know, yeah, because there there are little bits that we know. And it's interesting that in year zero, we could connect some of those bits. And there's some things we just don't know anything about. Like one thing I'm thinking about, it's alluded to, and I think just alluded to, but that Geordi and Riker serve together on the hood. So in year zero, we can see the hood with first officer Riker and lieutenant junior grade um, assistant technician to the warp theorist Geordi <laughs> LaForge working his way up um, you know, on the hood. And then you have sort of like you said – because Picard and the Stargazer actually happened a while ago, so I don't know what he's doing directly before Farpoint. Um, that'd be interesting to explore.
2: Just getting out of his court martial for the loss of the Stargazer, <laughs> you know. It's but that's true. That's a good point, Philip. And maybe that kind of explains the gentle ribbing that Riker gives LaForge Forge when we first see them meet. He's like, "Is this an official report?" Lieutenant and he's like oh and internally Geordi's just going gosh you always do this Riker always every time on the hood he's a jackass a in the hood he's a <laughs> jackass in <on> the enterprise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to say because it doesn't I just I can't get scene. off this
2: bridge fast enough okay I want to <laughs> go straight to engineering gosh
0: I just watched that scene and it doesn't look like gentle ribbing it really just looks like Riker's being a dick <laughs> <laughs> and Jordy just has to kind of take it
1: I like LaForge has <laughs> been like you know the loathing hell that's been the USS Hood and he's like finally we get to a new ship oh man okay who's the new captain Captain Picard okay it's kind of a veteran captain alright so if new first office Wait, the same first officer I just asked? <laughs> it's like it's like when you're a kid. I mean, it's a bigger ship, it's just it's the like, same first officer. It's like when you're a kid and you have your third grade teacher who you hate, and then you go to fourth grade and it turns out she also went to fourth grade.
2: Oh you're like, man.
0: So so basically Riker is like mister Belding, uh or Mr. Feeney. Uh, he's the you teach <laughs> college now, Riker? That doesn't <laughs> even make sense. And
1: then LaForge the college years. <laughs>
2: Many spin offs into the, you know, fuller <laughs> enterprise like three decades later. Oh, that's funny. Uh,
0: um, yeah, so,
2: you know. <laughs>
1: whatever happened to the warp drive?
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Going warp nine every day. Every day. Okay, okay. Um, you know, we got to sing, Daniel. It's I just know. It's an arrow gray thing. We can, I know. I'm not saying it's good, but. We come up with it on the
1: fly. Well, because, you know, I, I'm always melodramatic in, in imagining movie trailers because I imagine, like, in the first issue, you actually do start on the Stargazer. So it's like, you know, like 10 years mm. ago or something like that, you know, before Farpoint. Um, before Farpoint.
0: So, okay, we. I should clarify this. We should. And I, mean, I want to get your input on this, guys, what you think. Because when I was thinking about this, I'm like, okay. Let's make this hypothetical storyline a reality. Do we want it to actually be a comic like Countdown? Do we want it to be um, just a, you know, maybe just a, a, like uh, an actual prequel show just for a season or whatever? Or, or do we want it to be like and do we want it to cover literally just right before Farpoint? Or can we cover like because like you said, Philip, the Stargazer was a chunk of time before this and uh, you know Jack Crusher's death which is something we'll, we'll bring up um, happened a good maybe 10 years before this uh, so do we want to be able to cover all of those events or do we want to to stick this hypothetical uh, season zero just right before our far point
2: I think we could do almost do both where I like the comic idea because it it fits, you know, like a 10 year previous comic. Cause then you can kind of jump around and you could have this issues about Wharf and this issues. I mean, that makes more sense that you'd be jumping around cause everyone's in different locations and they don't know each other yet. Well, except for okay. Riker and Geordi. And then leading up to the special television, uh, <laughs> you know, winter special or whatever, that is the, 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 the kickoff to far point or something. And me, maybe, maybe you don't even need that, but I, I yeah I kind of like the ten year year negative ten to year zero of leading up to far point, and like single issue comics that cover each one like it's like the set you know and you can if you flip over on the back it has a like a mosaic picture when you put it all together you have like the bridge and they're all standing and each one has their own you know comic <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, no tap Q street it's even better. But uh, yeah, no, that's how I kind of picture it, you know, instead of just year year zero, because we don't, I mean, we could make it where a lot of stuff happens in season zero, but that would only really take like, what, a year or or not very much. It, It seems more engaging to go farther back.
0: Okay, so maybe like, we'll do the comic idea. With 10 or however many issues. Well, and well,
1: each I think because fans are, are, you know, they're looking at Star Trek stream and we've seen them animated, <laughs> but we haven't seen them in comic form enough. So we want to do every medium for the TNG.
0: That's true. That's true. OK, so so like 10 issues or something and then what each issue focuses on one person
2: and their road to Farpoint. Or, or like, maybe two people, but yeah. Or two people, whatever. There are no
1: roads in space, Daniel, but I see what you're going (laughs) Like, you could have the Hood one, that one could have Riker and Geordi. And then, you know, it's interesting because there are these little, again, nuggets that we could do of when Picard met different people. Like, sometime, like... Picard met Jordy, and, like, Jordy was his pilot or something, and he noticed something, and Picard's like, hmm, that, yeah. that young man.
2: We pick out all those little bits that we've actually been told of in the past, but there's still a lot that we could mm-hmm. fill in. Because And then Picard and, met Yar one time? Yar. Or something? Yep. Yeah, yep. that would be a good But he hadn't issue. met Riker, we know that. Right.
0: He hadn't yeah. met Riker or Data. Right. Right. Those are the only two actual introductions that we see of Picard. So
2: we could theoretically I mean, make- and he could have maybe not O'Brien. I mean, there's other secondary yes, characters yeah. we're not specifically well, See, that, that's told, the
1: Cardassian but. War issue. <laughs>
2: It's, hey, just, it's
1: just a red cover with, like, the Cardassian <laughs> no, no, Union it's, it's, symbol on it's it. It's O'Brien with a phaser in one hand, shooting one way, and Yar with a phaser in the other, shooting Ooh. the other. It's the O'Brien-Yar they were, issue. They were war
2: buddies, and they yes. never speak of it ever
0: again. <laughs> we did things that night. We'll never talk <laughs> yeah, about and it again. And just like,
1: it never happened, Miles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you, actually, you know what? That's actually a really interesting idea, and and we can pick up on this and run with it, or drop it all together. But I kind of like the idea of the Cardassian war, something we never really hear about. Obviously we make, we joke about that here on Earl Grey, but that could be the thread the kind of the connection mm, the, of all the of these, backdrop. of all of these different stories. Oh, the Stargazer was off doing this during the Cardassian War. So was the Hood. So was uh, the Potemkin and all of these other things, like all of these other ships and all of these how did that war affect these people?
2: And then mm. ultimately they all come together. That would be interesting. And In Utopia Planet is just like trying to crank out the enterprise deal. Come on, guys, we gotta get it finished. The, oh, the war's oh, the war's over. Yeah. Dang.
1: Okay. <laughs> but but like you said, Daniel, I think there are some mysteries that we have zero information information like data beverly you know well let's fill it in yeah that's all right okay okay all right, yeah. let's access all right. our theoretical here, here we go
0: yeah let's start with query uh, let's start data going, going by characters here <laughs> so picard who we know probably the most about i would imagine right we what do we know about picard guys let's let's do a little recap we know he was on the stargazer um, we know that he had some encounters with the Cardassians and with the uh, Ferengi and then lost...
2: Lieutenant Crusher. Even though Stargazer. he knows the Ferengi. Because he didn't know it was the
0: Ferengi at the time, but, right? But, and uh, he lost the Stargazer. Um, he was then uh, court-martialed... And, Jack, or, um, and then Jack Jack was on the ship and he knew Beverly that time.
2: Mm-hmm. We actually so know quite a bit. We do, yeah.
0: Past, he, we know yeah. the most of, of him. Get a little more but hair. What, Yeah. (laughs) But what do uh, what are we missing? What do we want to know about? Uh, Is there anything in there
2: that you'd like to kind of see filled in? I think it'd be interesting if Picard's comic really focused on his court martial because Picard's really good in the courtroom like the drum head and measure of a man and stuff like that. And even though we know he's going to get out of it, like he's going to be reinstated as a captain and it's just a formality. One, we get Philip the yes, coming Philippa back, Lua. which, yeah, I, I saw, I saw Philip. He's like, Oh, 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 Philip. <laughs> uh, and so, which is a great character that everyone, you know, who is as smart would love. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that would be my vote to focus on that. And it's a moment in time, but we don't exactly know how that's going to play out, how his relationship with her is going to develop. And, you know, again, like most prequels, we know he's not going to get like thrown in a Cardassian prison or something, but we can still build tension in that scene.
1: And, and what you can do with that story, it could be like a, a storytelling device. So like it starts maybe in the courtroom and then the courtroom will flash back. To different things that happen on the Stargazer and not only is he uh dueling with Philippa as the prosecutor, but Beverly is there. Um mm. because, you know, Jack's dead. And it hasn't probably been yeah. that long. And so maybe he's counseling her or she's counseling him, you know, as you know.
2: Well it's not like they would have waited a long time to do the court martial after the incident, like right. it's probably right away. Well, I don't know if Jack died during the Frankie incident or not,
1: because we really don't know anything about how that
2: happened. Oh, that's true. I mean, it's kind of implied that it's well, like through the Battle of Maxia is what causes Jack's death. I at least I felt. Mm.
0: Yeah, actually, I kind of like the idea of uh, Beverly and Philippa tension going on because. See the cover
2: now with like their two heads, like locked eyes to each other.
0: <laughs> and the thing is, too, Picard like we don't trial. even have to. Re-
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we don't even have to retcon why. They didn't know each other in Measure of a Man because Beverly wasn't around in Measure of a Man. So, uh, although now I'm now I'm literally re retconning in my head, like, man, I wish uh, she was like,
2: oh, what happened to that do- that redheaded doctor of yours? You know, whatever. But, anyways, <laughs> that's well. And Wesley's probably like three. He's like really young. Yeah, he could care, yeah, you I mean, know, would be. Him. You know,
0: but it would be interesting. Um, one one gap that I would like to know is between that. Uh, is it, it's not a court martial, right? We're saying the wrong word. I feel like. No, It, you're what, right. it, it was a court. It It is a court martial. Okay. It, it, yeah. okay. Inquiry or court martial. Inquiry. Inquiry? Yeah. That's what you yeah. Said.
2: Okay. It's so, just not like you know we're going to discharge you. It's just like we need to look into this because a starship is gone. Right. Right. You know. So it would be nice to see. Yeah, you're right. It's like he wasn't
0: well, necessarily like, in trouble. Starfleet
1: said, said. I don't know if it was that episode. Um measure of a man um, that said that, and I don't know if I'm making, I could have just be making this up, but like uh, any time a ship is lost, there's a mandatory court-martial for the captain. Yeah, they
2: say that. Yeah.
0: So, but it would be interesting just to see what the process was between that, once that finished, and then how Picard ended up with the flagship of the fleet. I mean, all, all we know is that he was, was captain of the Stargazer for 20 odd years so it would be just interesting to see like how maybe he's you know maybe he's you thinking could of do, like, a-
1: hanging up his pips
2: yeah so in in the stargazer memory alpha page it says as the loss of the stargazer was a court-martial offense picard was court-martialed for the loss of the stargazer gosh who wrote this <laughs> zealously prosecuted by philip bolivar in the end he was absolved of all charges
1: yeah, you know, because I think you could have this whole thing of, of maybe even Picard feels like defeated like you know oh I lost my ship and maybe some crew and maybe I don't want to fight it but Beverly tries to buck him up at the same time they talk a lot about Jack maybe there's some flashbacks to Jack on the Stargazer as they recount times um, and then at the end maybe Picard's thinking of just hanging it up and going back to France or something um and it's because it's just his brother there um and maybe his father's ill or something or I don't know um and, you know, what What does Picard do next? Because I don't know the answer to that. But at the end of the issue, what does Picard do once he's absolved of all the charges? Because he doesn't get the Enterprise for many years.
0: Yeah, I mean, it depends on when you'd want to end it. I mean, I guess...
1: Unless he starts to go Nick Fury style, he needs... I need to assemble a crew. <laughs> a and crew. then that's the rest of the series <laughs> run. Is Picard just popping up every issue.
0: Who would convince picard to take the enterprise i don't know i'll have to think about that boothby boothby oh that would oh, be good that's go. a good that's a good idea yeah
2: although does picard say he hasn't seen him since like yes. his academy yeah. day yeah that's true that's, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: anyways that's okay we have a basic framework we don't we're not we're not we don't have to get bogged down by details we're just kind of Basically just trying to kind of formulate uh, some story that we would like to see. And I think that would actually be a pretty interesting
1: uh, way to go about it. So we're going to move on. And he pops up. Picard just pops up every issue and says, are you interested in the Enterprise Project?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we'll move on to Riker, who uh, we know probably the second most about. Um, He moved from a – we know that he was uh, on – we know of three separate ships that Riker was a part of. Um, we know he was on the Pegasus, uh, and we know the most about the Pegasus. We know that he he was at some point on Beta Zed, Beta Zed which isn't a ship, but he was stationed on Beta Zed. Uh, then he moved to the Potemkin, and then he was on the Hood. So we, we know quite a bit about Riker's history. I, I'm kind of interested in what you guys might think to fill in the gaps. Honestly, I'm tempted to say let's cover his service on Beta Zed. So that we can kind of get a cross thing going on with Troy as well.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Because she would be. We know at least she lines up being on Beta Z at the time when Riker's on Beta Z. She could. She could never
1: say goodbye either.
0: <laughs> and then, and then you know you have that drama of when when Riker decides. Uh, I guess I'm going to just leave you behind because I got promoted, and now I'm going to go off and leave. You know, you could kind of maybe start there for both of their stories and pick off and see where they go from there.
1: And you can always double back with Riker. Like maybe this is a Riker and Troy story or a Riker story. And then like three issues later it can be on the hood and it's maybe more of a Geordie story, but Riker's also there or something. Sure.
0: So is there anything, any part of, of Riker's backstory that you guys are, uh, I mean, we, we'd get quite a bit of Pegasus. I mean, he gets a whole episode devoted to just that. And really we get a whole episode devoted to, um, the results of the Potemkin stuff as well. Um, well, it'd be
1: interesting if he, showing him going from yellow to red.
2: Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. So we know he was in yellow in the Potemkin because that's Lieutenant where Riker. that's where Lieutenant Riker, you know, went to beam down to uh, what planet was that? Uh, near Four. There we go. No, I did not pull that out of my head. I do have the. <laughs> But um, yeah, that would be interesting. Maybe um, like a change of view or something like some sort of quirky title like that. That works. And
0: (laughs) And it could be, you know, what it really could be. You could kind of weave it into that storyline already. Like he he was quote unquote so close to being left behind on that planet that he reevaluated his life. Right.
2: We see that moment.
0: Yeah, and that could be where you know technically Thomas became William. And that kind of a thing. The cho- so then you can kind of see the, the genesis of both of those separate characters.
1: And the choice he made to put career in front of relationship. Right.
2: Well, we know that after that, he, you know, it's, it's a very important part in his, in his life because he, one, he gets promoted. That's right where he gets promoted after um, uh, the, the transporter incident to lieutenant commander. And shortly after that, he's first officer. So, me right around the young he's,
1: lieutenant commander who he hired as first yeah, officer.
2: Exactly. So, he's, you know, that's probably when he shifted to red. And, you know, he got his, you know, he kind of, he's all probably dirtied up and, you know, out of beaming out. And he just kind of goes into his quarters and then he just takes his sonic shower and he comes out and he's like, red. He's like, Psh, I'm ready. <laughs> you are now the <laughs> Maybe red it wasn't quite that fast, but yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, imagine, like. He's looking at his closet at all his yellow uniform. He's like, it's time for a change. <laughs> and, just and then shoves them all in the replicator, pushes the button,
1: presto. No, no this is, that's, t- that's too uh, new technology, Darren. That's not for a couple more <laughs> that's years. That's how it
2: would happen. I'm telling you. <laughs> but I mean, like, imagine. The Starfleet seamstresses down on deck five or
0: whatever are working this on this. This is, pre, is pre-holiday
1: times, Darren.
0: You remember in um, Menage Troy when they're like, they're almost pulling a, a Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones frolic through the meadow kind of yeah. scene, you know, and Riker's got his exposed chest shirt on and all of that. Like, I feel like we you start at that place, and, and then Riker and Deanna have this conversation. So
1: does this lead to start Star Wars 3? <laughs>
2: so you this were is the where chosen
1: b- one, number one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were the, the
2: chosen the ch- number
0: one. <laughs> 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 So that's where the start of both of their stories is. And you see that story and that conversation played out through Riker's eyes in his story and then Deanna's eyes in her story. And then obviously it goes in very different directions. Riker leaves and goes on the Potemkin. And then Troy stays and does what she does, which we can pick later. But uh, yeah, that would be interesting.
1: I don't don't even know at this time, is she in Starfleet? Is she just a counselor? Is she just chilling on Ed? And does her mother show up?
0: Yeah, her mom has to show up, I feel like. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Sorry, I'm going to go back just a second here and say, imagine you're reading this comic and you see Riker in yellow and it looks like, oh, this is Thomas Riker. No, no, no. This is William Riker before he turns red.
1: No, And, and like he actually has a little bit of a beard. Riker and, and in red. And I was like, I don't think it's working for you. And he shaves it off. <laughs> I've
2: never kissed you with a beard. That's a
1: lie. <laughs> we have
2: lots of footage to prove that. <laughs>
0: okay okay so now we're gonna do um a little bit of freestyle in here guys um, <laughs> we know almost nothing about what 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 happens to data we know well, data is like we know l- a little bit a little bit i say almost i mean he has that we honorary know rank that's <laughs> not honorary he went to the academy like everyone else but he was in starfleet for what almost 30 years up to that point right and he served on. Oh, boy. Hang on. I have it written down somewhere that I can't. I didn't even know what I wrote. <laughs> um, he served on a ship. He, Lollipop. He, he <laughs> um, but no, it's not important to his backstory. But I mean, what would you guys like to see? I would like to see why he doesn't know simple human phrases by the point of the Enterprise D.
1: Query Snoop.
2: <laughs> well. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like, what is his posting before the Enterprise D? I mean, I you mean, know, or do we want to go back to his discovery oh. on oh, wh- the planet why did he joined Starfleet, where the, where the Starfleet
1: like see that moment? Well, because where the Starfleet, Starfleet rescued him, Philip. Jeez, don't you know anything? So you, I chose. was sitting over there. <laughs> you chose to emulate your emancipators.
2: <laughs> interesting. Um, would that be interesting <laughs> to see, like his discovery, and then, you know, he could. <laughs> you could technically start um sorry
0: i'm just thinking of those kids drawing the the crystalline entity
2: yeah no just memory alpha just kicked on an ad out of nowhere and just like blasted in my ears and i'm like what the uh dang it memory alpha um but i totally blew my train of thought but um yeah so we we see well, they're all dead by this point. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I was oh, just thinking no. of that. <laughs> but draw. No, draw faster.
1: <laughs> no, I, no, you can show like, the, the Starfleet crew that are like, what the crap?
0: Yeah. You know, that would actually be interesting, though. And maybe we could tie that together somehow with somebody mm. else. Could, Although oh, nobody. Like someone
2: else.
1: Yeah. Who else would well, have been on well, the I ship? I feel like there has to be someone. Like, you know, Odo had that Bajoran. Doctor with him. Right. Someone had to sit down with data when he was discovered. It wasn't just like, oh, we discovered an Android. You well, can join. Commander Starfleet. Maddox.
0: Oh. Why not? Well, because I think Commander Maddox would have been like
2: uh twelve at that point. No, 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 no. Didn't they have a pre established relationship? But, well, they well, I think Commander Maddox was the one of the few who said he shouldn't be admitted into Starfleet
1: uh when he so. was going so. for
0: Really? Yeah. But he would have been so young. I don't he was remember the full that. Commander but I mean, by
1: measure of a man, Daniel. He outranked but data. He, I
0: mean, okay, but the man by measure of a man, that guy is like thirty five. on the young end, he's like thirty five years old. Look,
1: and um, we surgery and plastic surgery <laughs> in the right, 24th okay, century. Okay. That man could be eighty. I don't mind the, for all you know.
0: If we if we did like a whole Commander Maddox data storyline, that would be cool. I just I don't think it, he would have been a part of the of of the group that rescued him. That's Oh well, all.
1: No, I agree. I agree.
0: That's
2: true.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, I, don't get me wrong. If we want to do like a, we well, can always do. This like, is where can, com- like the the same issue doesn't cover doesn't have to cover like the same time. You can you can jump a little bit. Like oh right, data's sure. We Discovery, can do flashbacks. You know, like there's in, as comics would. There's like strategically placed things because I'm sure data's naked. Um, you know. <laughs>
0: It would be like a commander Matic, like commander's log, and he'd be like, "When I, you know, when Data was first discovered, log, and then, oh, yeah. and then you would see Data, and then they assembled him, blah 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 blah, and then when I first met him, blah 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 blah." blah.
2: Well, let's see. Okay, let's do the do the math. So, uh, Data was discovered in twenty three thirty eight. Omicron Theta. And when does the Enterprise D launch? Um, you would think three
0: guys that do a TNG podcast would do know that. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, although that's not a star date, that's actually a real world date. But
2: that's an yeah, that's an actual year. It was nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh,
1: September. Um.
2: Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is it just it's after the crystalline energy destroyed the colony? His connection with Starfleet Resorted in his choice and enter Starfleet Academy. But it
1: doesn't say like that year. Well, he does say he does say which class he is in Farpoint.
0: Seventy-eight, he says. Which is, which is, um, there's been a lot of retconning about that. I was going to say, that doesn't make <laughs> yeah.
2: any sense because that's after the Enterprise D is launched. Yeah. I just wrote it down on a sticky note. <laughs> it's canon.
0: Some people think so. he is saying of 78 people. Um, there was oh. some weird retconning going on with that. So that's actually kind of a. Uh,
1: yeah. Either
0: way, th- okay, let's just. Doesn't matter. Esch- eschew all the established dates yes. and we will, we will do this. I have, I have this idea. Let's have Commander Maddox narrate, quote-unquote, narrate the – what would
1: you say? Uh, if we're going back in time, you have to reduce him in rank.
0: Oh, sure. <laughs> Lieutenant Maddox or whatever. Ensign Maddox. Let's have him – let's see Data's story through his eyes. Through his oh, eyes. Oh, okay. Since he has a vested interest in Data, you can start the issue with – uh, kind of like a narration of like, oh, data was discovered
2: this year, this yeah. is how it
1: like was. He's teaching a class or and, something, right?
0: And he, sure. Or
2: he comes up to a superior and he goes, It wants to apply for the academy. Oh, and perfect, like, perfect, yeah. And that like launches it off, and everyone's just like, Oh, here we go. Because, and we see, you know, not data's trial of getting in the academy, but, but yeah, I really like that idea of how do you, from Maddox how do you pronounce point of view, this name. <laughs> data? Data? That doesn't even make sense. He doesn't even have a last name. And Starfleet regulations say, you, wait, oh, actually, no, no yeah. never mind.
0: Don't. So, so then, and, and it all culminates in the scene when Data comes up to the Federation Council, uh, the Starfleet Council, and he says, he, he looks at them and he says, interesting, intriguing. No, I don't uh-huh. I, uh, he I was, says, I was trying. He looks
1: at them and says, I will do Neither.
0: <laughs> One is my name. The other, the is, other is not. Live long <laughs> and prosper.
1: Yeah.
2: My memory pathways will gladly divulge and dispel your sensory engrams into my deletion port. It's like, what did he just say? Uh, I think he's ready to forget us. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> the subprogram subroutine I have written for our relationship will now be deleted.
2: <laughs> you have. I've now saved... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's actually sure. that's good and one.
0: also at the very end of the issue he uh, for some reason he goes through an ion storm or whatever and he has to delete all of his vocabulary subroutines <laughs> and that's
1: why he doesn't seem to oh, know any. he has there to you hook go. himself up to the computer you know <laughs> a series of tubes but and I like that in
2: focusing on very early data like entering into Starfleet Academy you know we could see maybe like we see Maddox initial Rejection of him, but then we see him actually get in. But Maddox is still like hounding on him. So we see a bit of his first classes and some of those, you know, we can't assign him to a pranks starship. and stuff. Yeah, and then, um, and then they, and then we like, then, we, and then we're done. We we just see this moment, and you know, and then the fans will be clamoring for more comics of later data. Yeah, because
1: I mean, you'll have to end him. Because I mean, being second officer of the flagship is a pretty huge deal. And so it'll yeah. be interesting to, to see. Well, 26 years, yeah. possibly. Well, actually,
2: well, no. I mean, didn't we just say, depending on Maddox's age, like, it couldn't it, – probably, like, half of that. But still, well, we like, do 12 know, years.
0: Well, we know. We do know he was in for 20-plus years. I mean, we know that for sure. Oh. That there's, no, there's no doubt about that. So Maddox so, just
1: looks really good for his age.
0: Yeah. I don't know how you reckon – how you – uh Kind of well, you, reconcile you know, the blue those shirt two life
1: things. Isn't that strenuous? You don't really age. That much. <laughs> it's a lot of sitting inside. It's the inside. red shirts that really age. Um, you know. <laughs>
0: Commander Darren was eighty-four.
2: Not <laughs> so. well, the same age as the <laughs> No, I wasn't. Oh.
0: wait. <laughs> okay, so let's move on a little bit here, and to someone we know literally nothing about. Worf. At least prior to the Enterprise, uh, and that's uh, Lut- Lieutenant Junior Grade Worf. So we know uh, through the histories of TNG and Deep Space Nine, right? Uh, It kind of gets muddled a little bit, actually. I'm a little upset that Deep Space Nine muddled the waters a little bit when he was supposed to be on Earth for a long time. Then he was on a colony. Then he went back to Earth. Whichever, that doesn't matter. We're not going to focus on that. But he he gets into Starfleet, uh, and then we don't know. We have no idea. Uh, We don't know what his first ship was, his, you know, Lieutenant Junior Grade, could the Enterprise be his first commission? I don't no, think no. so, right? He would have had to have done something before this. It would be interesting
1: this. why he chose a red shirt, because, like, you would think. Because he wasn't security. He was a red shirt. Security's yellow. So.
2: Well, but he, he wants command. I mean, that's that makes sense. So, Maybe. but what you could do, I mean, what would... Again, because we don't know a
0: lot about this period of his life, I mean, we're not necessarily missing any gaps in his story. But, I mean, do you think there's a, an no. opportunity there for something?
1: Does he fight in the don't? Cardassian War?
0: Him fighting in the Cardassian War would be cool, right? So
2: you're saying we focus him more towards the Enterprise-D launch edge of the spectrum and we're seeing a like, what led directly to him going to the Enterprise-D rather than more origin, wharf... You know, yeah, yeah I getting, would think so. uh, maybe the Battle of what was it? Um,
0: that's like, three. That like three. No, that was that was O'Brien um, though. Yeah, yeah, the, no, no. I'm wasn't... thinking
2: of um the the planet that the Romulans betrayed. Oh, Kittimer.
0: Oh well, yeah, but he was a baby, so that doesn't. I mean, that doesn't yeah. at that point. That's that's
2: only if we were doing the 2009 reboot. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's no, no, right. No. It's oh, that's right. I always kept feeling that Worf was there at Kinnemer, but I guess not. Right.
1: He was with his well, name I mean, on very the Klingon well, homeworld.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, with Kerr. Um, oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Baby
0: Kerr. So, I don't, I don't, none of us, I don't think, have any really big ideas for this. Well, but we're not writers either. So, hey, writers, <laughs> get on this. Well,
1: there's no, like, connections of where we can kind of force backstories. But Orf doesn't necessarily have any... Well, no, wait, guys, we do. We do. Kalar. Oh, Susie Plaxton. The KLR backstory. Can't say no. How did they meet?
0: Did they not meet in TNG? Um, they knew each yes, other? before of first course.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Girlfriend. He's like, you're girlfriend basically story.
1: my wife. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait you a need to watch Emissary again.
2: Yeah, they totally knew each other before. Wow, like, I do need to watch. History. It.
0: Sorry, sorry. I do need to watch Emissary. I'm going to watch it again tonight. Is, not uh, the
2: emissary, but emissary. Now, oh, wait,
1: actually, I forget which one's which.
2: <laughs>
0: wow. I do. I guess I completely forgot yes. that.
2: But that is a good.
0: If that's. Yeah, that's. A because, good
1: I one. mean, that would be. I mean, you know, not that we haven't got the Wharf struggles with Klingon heritage story before, but anyway, we would see it from. from again. Um, because I, I think in this time of his life, it's not Wharf like, oh, maybe I should leave Starfleet. Because he's just starting his career. So I feel like he's engaged right. in Starfleet. But it's maybe how do I. Be a Klingon in Starfleet, um, instead mm-hmm. of I mean, kind of growing out of it, as we see more in TNG and DS9. Of whatever you want to define that.
2: When I kind of get the feeling that he had one of those Thomas Riker choices, where he chose his career in Starfleet over her. I kind of get that vibe when they're talking. Like, I mean, she's got her career too. She's like what an ambassador in, and, and such, but um, or diplomatic, you know, yeah, yeah, diplomatic you have know, travels around and torpedo probes and mm. you know the only way to fly <laughs> but yeah I, th- I would like a Kalar meeting or or at least like or the Kalar breakup <laughs> it's like the breakup wow. edition
1: if you think klingon um <clears throat> dating is is <laughs> is violent wait till the klingon breakup
2: all what right is, what does okay. that, like that look like <laughs> it's, it takes eight days, and this is fair. a breakup. But it has no place in my life
1: now. <laughs> I did it via the, uh, pad.
2: There is no honor in this breakup.
1: <laughs> did you break right, up to right. me over subspace?
0: <laughs> okay, I like oh, that. Gosh. All right, that is something that we I can get because
2: they because yeah, on the holodeck they mentioned something around like you know you left or you shouldn't have left or they definitely had a history. Great,
0: that's that's and We content. will
1: write that history sometime.
0: In this story. Yeah.
1: And, and then it just ends with her, you know, I always like the name Alexander. Oh, gosh. Uh, but she's
2: not pregnant
1: no. at this time. Yeah,
0: we're not, never, no, 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 no. That doesn't happen until the next time they meet. <laughs> but let's talk about three characters all at once. And we're going to talk about the Crusher family. Okay, and I'm not sure how I like the idea of the Cardassian War being the backdrop for this whole comic series something else I think would be interesting is maybe to connect Jack Crusher to everyone in some way maybe Jack Crusher knew everybody or at least encountered everybody you know before his untimely demise
1: are you saying he was murdered Daniel
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying you know
2: uh, maybe you know maybe he was so he was a Klingon specialist slash positronic brain designer slash engineer he knew too much. and career path advocate. <laughs> no, you're right. It was on a, a, stu- a medical ship. It was a <laughs> oh, stupid idea, ship. actually. No, no. i am just.
0: No, I, actually, I was my just head th- around it. I was thinking about it in my mind. It actually was kind of a dumb idea, but I would like to get the full Jack Crusher story.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Like maybe that's the the limited special edition comic. It's like the Jack Crusher, you know, limited release.
0: What I, holographic cover? No, no. What like, I'm thinking, yeah, it, is,
2: it shimmers, and it's
0: like that scene
2: where he's meeting Wesley. Yeah.
0: What I'm thinking is that you frame the Wesley slash a Beverly story as a Jack Crusher story. I Agree. So it's a Jack oh, yeah. Crusher thing, and he's ha- the one we like, want to know more of. Right, because he's really the, and that's a huge story that you know that we get like little bits
2: and snippets of. Actually, we have, no, I want to know the lost year, the lost year of Beverly Crusher. What happened
1: <laughs> at Starfleet <laughs> Medical? It's not a prequel, Darren.
2: <laughs> Fine, <laughs> okay, we'll do. <laughs> well, you yeah, know what, Crusher, and that an could awesome be a whole show. We should do that show. <laughs> <the lost> Beverly <laughs> year. It's like it's like the medical drama spinoff of Star Trek.
1: It's <laughs> it didn't work uh, out, and they so had to come back. But well, uh
2: But no, like commando Jack Crusher on the Stargazer in the bloody Cardassian War, like that could be awesome.
0: Jack Was Jack Crusher wearing
2: yes. the maroon? Yes he that was, was. Yeah, he's, he's, he's wearing the maroon without the collar yeah.
0: which i was is just kind of i that, was just
2: thinking about that because which I is was, like the enterprise C time where they wore the maroon right. but they didn't wear the big puffy collar yeah you're right but anyways it would but be pre free morgan bateson crashing into the enterprise time
0: so how many years before and no, this, this says, there sorry. there may be a canon answer to this i don't know but how many years before tng do we switch from the maroons to the jumpsuit
2: did you, I feel like we've already had this discussion. Right. <laughs> okay, about, all right. You
1: remember what was the episode where there was a flashback to Picard bringing home the body? What uniform was he wearing?
2: He was wearing the maroon. Okay. He was wearing the maroons as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he had hair. Yes. Exactly. It was the, and he had the. Exactly. And, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's kind of a trivial. Detail. But um, anyways, yeah, I would love to see that story, the Jack Crusher story, through Jack Crusher's eyes, and then kind of well, we'll, revolve. Well, we know
1: Thomas Riker was in the yellow. So that, so yes. that was a couple years before Encounter. Yep. Not a lot, but yep. just a few.
0: Is the, I wonder if that's the latest or the earliest, I guess mm-hmm. you
2: would say. Is that the earliest that we see the TNG uniform?
1: I feel like it is.
2: Well, okay, I'm looking at... It's got to be the 2350s because everything prior to the 2350s is like the crazy engineering comm security services federation forces all like different colors which must be the collars and then after that it's just operations gold going forward so 2350 is when it shifted from the maroon jacket to the the one piece
0: okay so that's 14 years before
2: the enterprise launches mm-hmm. Before she uh, yeah, actually exactly. had an
1: issue, I don't know who char- which character which character gets it that actually has the costume. data had
2: a monster maroon at some point.
1: Oh wow!
0: Actually, you know, I'm going to look that up and see if anybody's Photoshop his cadet, that. His cadet <laughs>
2: uniform. <laughs>
0: um, but not even that.
2: Like he, I think if if he w- was probably on a ship at some point at that time, but that would be awesome. That's interesting. Um, that is interesting. Anyways, th- we're they're getting a little sidetracked here, but uh, I'm just amazed I found that information so quickly, <laughs> but. Yeah, so so, it's so yeah, okay. So the so the crusher episode is going to be
0: a jack. It's the crusher issue is going to be a jack issue, and it's going Family to be told through his reunion. eyes. And we are at the end of the episode, or the I keep saying episode, at the end of the issue, he's is gonna record his little oh. his little thing for Wesley.
2: Gosh, tearjerker right there. <laughs> On this new fangled holodeck technology. It. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, that's true. It could be like a new experimental. I'll be right thing. back. Well, well, it'd probably just be like a simple like booth or like recorder thing that just it doesn't because it doesn't record your background or anything. It was just, it's one just one of those pro
1: cams. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> right, who's next after the crusher oh, special? We haven't edition? done Yar and O'Brien.
0: No, nope, 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 nope. Hang on, guys. Or did
2: we even really talk about Troy? Or did we kind of skip well, we, this? No, we didn't. didn't have we own, didn't talk. Yeah.
0: About we, we did a uh, Troy and a uh, uh, Jordy actually. We're, we're missing here. So yeah, let's do... Troy, let's Troy, We got a lot. So let's... Yeah, let's start moving a little faster here. We'll talk about Troy. Um, I don't know. Is there anything really that could tie her to to this whole thing? Maybe her first meeting with Captain Picard? Because they seem to know each other pretty well, even in
1: an encounter. Right. Because, I, I mean... That's true. You know, I feel like... I don't know. What, what do you think is... Because... I'm trying to remember when the counselor concept was introduced to Starfleet. Because I don't know if it's new or not. But anyway, I don't know how Picard react. Because this is almost a culture shock for him being on the Enterprise-D. I mean, not that he has a, a big, powerful ship necessarily, even though the Stargazer was not a big, powerful ship. But but that, well, no, like, I mean, this is a big experience. He has a big, powerful ship. He has families. He has counselors. It's not just a stripped-down, small crew and so it'd be interesting how, I don't know how he would react to having counselor Troy. I mean, not just her specifically, but in general, you know, do, do I feel comfortable having this person who's going to sort of be my, you know, advice giver counselor? Does he react positively or negatively or what's that work like?
2: Well, it says that she graduated from the Academy majoring in psychology. So Which, I mean, be honorary
1: rank, right? <laughs>
2: And then that's when she was stationed on Beta Z, um, and then he got promoted to Lieutenant Commander, and then made his career type priority. And
0: Yeah, I think that would actually be a really interesting story, because, I mean, it's not a huge component of TNG, but, but I don't know, I've always felt like there is kind of a special relationship between Picard and Troy. Uh, you know, and and it's it would be kind of cool to see the origin of that that we don't really get to see. Maybe this is why he trusts her. Maybe there's they. Maybe there is something that happens.
1: Maybe she helps him with um, crew assignments.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Or maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah. I
1: guess that would make sense. It almost feel like her story might needs to be close to the end.
0: Maybe she recommends uh, Commander William. Moore.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Although
2: Picard did say
1: no, he know. already had his own thoughts of why.
0: No, yeah, no, it's true.
1: Maybe she made sure his pad was on top.
0: <laughs> Oops!
1: Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> remember, Picard was like, "I oh, was just at the end of the day. One more boring letter of recommendation." <laughs> and she's like, "Captain, okay. maybe you should take a one last look." i 'm feeling something strong <laughs> about that one pad Great, because, <laughs> that, 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 because if I picture her, what was the Johnny Carson you know like she puts like the pad to her head i 'm thinking. <laughs> 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 Of course, All the right. pad contains
2: every person, so she just scrolls through to, you know, the proper <laughs> name. No, and like Darren. Luxor. Every
1: application is one pad. There's like Gosh, no. <laughs> How do we get back into this? <laughs> she
0: comes in carrying a pile of pads. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if only there was a way. Oh, sorry, I got it. Sh- well, she had to, you know, no, and you turn the doorknob, an right? to unit get the Let's yeah, not gonna be it-
1: ridiculous. She's like, full of pads.
2: Well, you know, maybe that maybe that makes sense, because it contains their entire record, which is so much data, it can only fit on one And remember, path. this is uh, early, is you know, so this is, you know, technology's still forming. <laughs> they have, like, the little memory tapes, you know, from...
0: Working.
2: Working. William T. Riker. Remember, in Connor
1: when that computer voice was telling Riker where to go, that was new technology, so...
2: Yeah, it was, it was.
0: Uh but okay, okay. So that would be a, at least an interesting kind of thread we could pick up. You know, we kind of have to keep moving here to get And what through is, the she is she wearing?
1: Is she wearing the scant in this issue?
0: I would say she's wearing something closer to what her mother wears. These big extravagant dresses. And maybe no, I don't know. I'm sure. No, that's fine. Okay.
2: When we're off time.
0: But um all right, let's do Jordy. Um, is there anything in Jordy's past that we really want to know about? Now we don't know a whole lot about his past either, but we do know about his parents, and maybe That's they right. could factor his in sister. in some interesting way. Yeah, and his sister, but really his parents in in it's what the Hera. Well,
2: oh, that was his mom. Yep. She's on. At yeah. one time, and then his dad's a blue like shirt, a Starbase or something. He's a blue shirt right. of
1: some sort. I forget what.
2: Yeah. Forgotten in the annals of history as mostly Shutar, but no. Um, well, could we? So, do we want to do something more? Cameo? He has to have his cameo with Captain Picard. Oh, that's, a cool right. that's right. Story. I was thinking if we wanted to have the very, very beginning of the episode, almost like like the like um the fire that uh remember we oh, talked about when he's yeah, a little little Yeah, but kid? That, I mean, he was a kid. At that I know point. that he doesn't really have anything to do anything, but it's been interesting to see. Well, I don't know how you make this a whole st- Maybe he's getting the visor 2.0 and it's like the old one like looks kind of oh. like more silver and it looks different and then he's getting the completely different. and that's like the you moment know. um that he's getting like an upgrade cuz the technology's gotten better and they're like yeah, we're hoping to add like broadcast modules to this one and blah 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 and we're one step closer and you know It could
1: be the first time he's heard the speech that Beverly gives him in Encounter at Farpoint. Remember he's like oh, blah blah go. blah and it enables me yeah. But remember that's causing him pain the entire time. So they right. could be having to deal with it. That's the title of the, uh, the comic's
2: Always in Pain. I need my pain. <laughs> I need my pain. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, maybe, yeah, just focusing on... Something on the hood. Maybe we see him being, yeah, being in com- in the command track, but we see little tiny hints of engineering, like... Maybe he likes doing his own diagnostics on his visor or something. Or, like, we see him take apart the engine of the the shuttle for Picard. And, like, these little things where we see that that's going to blossom into him getting that position. But right now, he's like, oh, no, I'm on the command track. You know, I want to fly the
1: ship. It's just like, i I uh, just, in the lounge, just be in happy piloting lounger. a ship for the rest of my career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't see me ever getting above lieutenant. Only jerks get lieutenant commander. <laughs> yeah. I've known a f- couple in my day. <laughs> I'm always going to be fun-loving, best guy in the room.
2: One William T. Hi, sir. Welcome back from the hood. Oh, uh, this is
1: that
0: Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I do like I do like the idea. See,
1: he's going to be a joker in this issue. He's going to be telling jokes left and right.
0: <laughs> I like. I, I do like the ending is
2: his shuttle experience with Picard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he thinks nothing of the experience. He's just like, da, da, da. And then
2: then Picard, when he's like stepping out of the shuttle at the very end, he's like, thank you, Mr. The Forge. And then he kind of like, you can tell he's making a mental note of like remembering.
0: Yeah, so the idea here of all of these stories is what gets these characters to the place that we know them? What gets them
1: essentially to encounter? And then the last line is Captain Mm. Picard says, I think I'm going to owe Captain DeSoto two favors. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, let's do... Um oh, thank you. Did you really write down Groppler Zorn on this <laughs> list? <laughs> I, was, I was just kidding.
1: <laughs> this one, is before yeah. he achieved Groppler rank. Um, <laughs> he was only a Soplar. He wasn't fruit, a Groppler. What fruit then.
0: did he like before he got to apples? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk What's about, about the jellyfish.
1: What were they doing? <laughs>
0: Let's talk about Yar and um we get the Yar Picard introduction sequence in all good things. But
1: True. Well no, I mean that's just piloting. That's not how they met.
0: Right, that's my point. Yeah. Well, so I shouldn't say introduction, but, but but we also have this anecdote that's told in the episode Legacy. Well about and I, and Picard I think,
1: like, and Yar. they don't In like, in the story I'm trying to think. Did they actually meet or Picard just saw her? Because like I feel like in All Good Things flashback, they like Yar's like this is the first time I'm meeting Captain Picard, but I feel like maybe Picard. Well, what's the story?
2: That's right, because she doesn't. That's right, because she she's like, is this normal for Captain Picard to say these crazy orders? Like she doesn't.
1: But I feel like Picard kind of knew get, her. Some something she did. Like, did he see her fight or something like that? I can't remember.
2: I think yeah, when he does talk about like it, not maybe not that mission or that episode, but there's other episodes where he's talking about. You know, Yeah, like that moment of, oh, when I saw her do that, I wanted her for my chief of security or something. I don't know. That was All captains have a running list of who they want for their, their next their command. Their
1: fantasy draft.
2: Yeah, their fantasy draft. <laughs> I'll trade you one Riker for two. Uh, who gets the first pick? Is there a big uh, Starfleet? Ceremony, it's like today's, and this year's first pick goes to Admiral DeSoto. Well, we're in the
1: midst of March Madness here, so it's you know, everyone has their brackets, but every Starfleet captain has their bridge crew bracket.
2: Uh, that would actually be really fun to see, but um, wait, well, I'd kind of want to see more of Yar like in Starfleet, just like being in Starfleet War. and and yeah, yeah, she'd be great yeah, in the Cardassian be. War, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, I'd. Personally, I'm I'm a little tired of the, uh, you know, her we all the flashbacks we see of her past all the time we see like it's great I, I get how your character is forming but I don't I want to see the middle and, 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 and that's what we don't see. During one of her see.
1: Cardassian um, missions, she goes on Bajor where she meets up with this feisty young Bajoran rebel.
2: Oh, there you go with <laughs> Kira Naris, or were you meaning uh, Bro Lauren?
1: I, w- I was thinking Kira okay good no rose and starfleet depending on how far we go back that galondon core thing hasn't happened yet unless it
2: has
0: galondon core yeah.
2: galondon core i just love the way that I know, <laughs> it's such a it's so fun to say
0: i love that one it's so awesome um okay
2: all right i yeah yeah i like or what that. do you think what do you think daniel where would you place Yar's story
0: you know, I don't want to go so far. I don't want to see uh, a comic of rape gangs. With I will say the that she meet I crew think
1: remember O'Brien.
0: You know, it would be cool to see her interact with you, people from Truman. the future that we,
1: Stop playing with those tools. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that we don't get to see her interact with. And so you know, she is in the same room as O'Brien, of course, a few times. <laughs> but so that would be cool. That would be fine. Um. Maybe seeing like a little background between maybe her and Worf do know each other. I don't know. It's never, it's never like excluded. Of she's not on the
2: show long enough for us to really right. know it's, much it's about. Right, it's never
0: it. excluded in any way. It's never you know you could kind of put a background
2: there. Um, I, I kind of like Phillips. You know, have her have a bigger part. In um, the Cardassian War, and maybe make that a Yar slash O'Brien episode or or comic, and really, or maybe a two parter where they're kind of both in each in each other's. Like they have a little bit of overlap at the end of Yars into O'Brien's. You can, maybe he's getting off of um that ship he okay. was on because I think we've kind of established, you know, that with O'Brien, uh, you know, it's gonna be the Cardassian War, or, or
1: maybe maybe sure. after their mission. I was gonna say after this mission, O'Brien gets assigned to
2: Oh, yes, oh exactly. the um I'm trying
1: to
2: do. Captain Maxwell yes, on the, on the... Oh gosh. Uh I should know this. I love this episode. Rutledge. The Rutledge. Rutledge. The man I min- didn't even look stro- that up, I just knew it. I just board. knew it. Dang it, that's Maxwell Forrest. Gosh. There's too many Maxwells <laughs> in Starfleet now. I can't. To the Max.
0: <laughs> max. Oh man, that would be awesome. <laughs>
2: um okay, yeah, so then that's so that's O'Brien. And we see him with uh with Captain Maxwell, which would be awesome. I mean, I can see I, that, Well, like, they obviously fought side by side in the Cardassian War. We know that.
1: I mean I can just see like like fan. Teases of like during the war with with Miles and Yar, and as they're, they're in the battle, and like she almost gets killed but doesn't, and O'Brien, or or like you know all these things. It's like we knew she'll die eventually, but like all these little things happen where she like oh she almost gets killed, but then either someone pulls her out or something, or she saves Miles or Miles saves her, and she's like wow thanks for saving me. I'd I'd hate to have died here on some rock here, oh, a meaningless death. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. So we've we've covered most of the important people here at this point, um, and you know we've even covered some of the not important people. We,
1: but what about Gainen? Um,
0: you know, I was just thinking Gainen too, but Gainen can't interact or,
1: that or she much. She like the watcher throughout the series.
2: <laughs> she could. She's be. in the She's she's in one she's panel in every comic. You have to find her.
0: <laughs> she could be. She could be. But you know, so this is where this the the entire idea of this comic of this idea is to set up tng you know we are the sequel series to tos but of course tos had been going on 30 years prior and the movies obviously didn't really deal with any of the tng stuff and uh tng did get to set up deep space 9 and voyager uh and and I was th- also thinking, like, man, what would it have been like if we got to s- soft launch from another ship or something like that, like they did with TNG? So, I don't know. Is there any other, like, thread that we're missing? Is there anything else that you would like to kind of see to complete this story? I, I-, I can't. Of course, we did get Generations, but that's at the end of our story, you know, towards the end at
1: least. What about Mott's story, at- guys?
0: <laughs> you know, we joke, there's Mott and there's Guyen, and we have a whole lot of characters that we don't know the be- the origins of. I mean, we we didn't really we as we discussed tonight, we didn't really know the origins of half the crew on What's the internet.
1: What's Sparkly doing the Car- during the Cardassian war?
0: Right? What is he doing? <laughs> I mean, doing? hiding oh. kind of that,
1: but where is he? Hiding? <laughs> where is he hiding?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is there anything else like for example, I'll just I'll say this. Something that would be really cool to see is Leah Brahms,
1: uh, or and that whole engineering yeah, the t- team. Utopia Panisha with the building of the all of that. Oh yeah, would be super. The like cool. Utopia,
2: Utopia Panisha comic would be really. Yeah, cool. I mean, Ensign
1: yeah. Cisco would be um, there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
1: it would be cool to see that.
2: Like to
0: me, that's that's where I'd like it to go. With that, just to kind of flush out that kind of. Uh, of thing of like, by the way, the Enterprise D is by the way the most advanced ship in the fleet. It's it's the most impressive feat of engineering up until that point. Uh, this is a this is a significant <laughs> ship. This is important, and I don't I wouldn't want to shortchange that. The, the Enterprise could have its, in, its entire own comic,
1: Birth of the Enterprise. Yeah, it is like I'm sure you'll be using this Captain Jot a lot. <laughs> The,
2: and the USS Galaxy crews are so like, no, like we, we, we were first. It's like, no. that's OK.
0: You're not even going to make it past the first season. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but is there anything else that, like, like that? Like that's where my mind first goes. But do you guys, is there anything that you would kind of like to see? Why? How did this fall into place that these things happened or, or what set up TNG as we know it that we don't get to see like the Enterprise see? For Example, <laughs> uh, you know, that we that maybe you'd be interested in kind of seeing
1: when do the dolphins you come just, aboard?
0: You, you,
2: uh, maybe Leia chooses him and puts, uh, or Leah uh, and puts him in in in, uh, in the captain's ready room so he doesn't even have a choice, he's just there. Fish on a starship <laughs> No, yeah, Commander Flipper, Number one We would need Commander Flipper <laughs> when it comes to fish. To the- I can be a bit of an ass.
0: <laughs> Riker, don't let me make myself an ass in front of fish
2: (laughs) I never remember to feed them they always go belly up so you need to take care of this one what do you mean the computer can take care of that okay
0: alright
1: Mr. Data I have an assignment for you (laughs) <laughs> it explains like when you suddenly rewatch TNG you just see Data going into the ready room every three episodes like, that's what he's doing Oh, we thought he was
2: yeah we thought he was leaving to go through that turbo lift but he's actually Speedy Livingston
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> alright well
0: season zero of TNG guys is not the only thing we've been talking about on Trek FM this week so here's a listen at what else you may have missed on the other shows here on the network
1: previously on Trek.FM Standard orbit. You've heard
2: Chief Trip sign on. Uh, I'm serious, Ken. Actually, out of the chair, please.
1: Okay, okay. God. <laughs> I guess the Commodore has the con! <laughs> to the journey! All right, next one is from Damien Haywood. And uh, Damien, come on. Which Voyager crew member <laughs> would you hate? to be stuck in the Delta Flyer with. He's always so negative. (laughs) I called him on this the other day. I said, Damien, why always with the negativity? He said, at least I'm consistent. The 602 Club.
0: We start getting hints of Thor. We start getting hints of Cap. We start getting hints of the entire Avengers crew, and we get Black Widow. So, I mean, Iron Man 2, considering how maybe that's not my favorite movie of the MCU, really does set up a lot of what is to come.
1: Literary Treks
0: you know visually to me this is one of my favorite eras of star trek you know those monster maroon coats they're wearing and they're just absolutely gorgeous and you know i've a lot of people talked about wanting to get a captain sulu star trek series and one of the big reasons for me that that would be so great is to see this era played out visually on a regular basis
1: women at warp
0: her, her voice as a computer voice has become so iconic that when Google started developing what is now known as Google Now, that, that personal assistant you can speak to, um, they had initially codenamed it Google Majel. That's so cool. Isn't
2: that awesome? Meta Trex. And I kind of had the jingle in my head, you can be a winner at the game yes. of life. And I was trying to think of the Star Trek version of that. You know, you you, you can be a winner of the poker game of life on the Enterprise. <laughs> It didn't really
1: roll off the tongue, so... It was great until you added on the Enterprise. (laughs) Melodic Treks. The reason why I think Brian Reitzel would be a more plausible choice is because he has worked with Fuller in the past. They worked together on Hannibal. He scored that series, all 39 episodes. The neat thing about Brian Reitzel's music is it's more of a sound design than it is a score. Saturday Morning Trek. One of the characters is sizably larger than the than the other. He's so just
2: closer to the camera, Aaron. Obviously, but he's actually behind the other person. He's a giant.
1: <laughs> Wait, then he doesn't need a laser cutter. He can just lift the hatch up with it. <laughs> go down together. Okay, Arr. continuing mission. Yeah, and of course, another great thing is when it's, it's all finished and you look at it and go, yeah, we made that together. Yeah, that's, that's one of the greatest moments. And people respond to it and say, oh, that's, that's pretty well made. The effects are great. The actors are, are great, uh, even though they're Dutch trying to speak English, right? <laughs> and that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get
0: in on the daily Trek talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows podcast directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek.fm Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trek.fm or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com/trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com/trekfm and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trek.fm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trek.fm today. All right, Philip, uh, if people wanted to find out how you got to North Carolina, please tell
1: them where they can find you. Um... Well, it involves uh, some things I can't talk about um, because it involves biology and two people who were in love. Um, But they can reach (laughs) me on Twitter. My handle is proudly NC Public Servant. That's NC for North Carolina origins. I am a Tar Heel born, a Tar Heel bred, and when I die, I'll be a Tar Heel dead.
2: I don't know what that means. Okay, uh, Darren. Oh, man. (laughs) Strove Philip to the war. That's kind of good.
0: (laughs) Darren, you also uh, are at this point very close, at least, at the very least, very close to having two children. There's a very interesting backstory there. People want to know what happened. How can they get a hold of you?
2: Well, they can find me on Twitter under username DrSciFi. That's D R S C I F I where I like talking about science fiction and how I wish many of the technologies that would help in child rearing had actually come to
1: pass. And can you be heard somewhere else every two weeks?
2: And they can also add uh, once upon a fortnight on the half
1: pass. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <yeah.
2: laughs> <laughs> That's a new uh term. Oh my
0: think. god!
2: What was that? Four night on a half pass. That means every other week. Duh. Boy. It's a California thing. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't look at you Dan I don't
0: even know what you said. <laughs> I don't even know if they were words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they were definitely not words. They no, yeah. definitely not make sense. wait, okay. <coughs> But yes, yeah, right. Every other week they can find me on Saturday morning Trek with my co-host Aaron Harvey as we talk about Star Trek the animated series, the 70s, and a lot of things I just don't remember. But they can find that here on Trek FM.
0: Right, and if people want to find out, uh, you know, uh what it was like before I had an extra life, they can get a hold of me on Twitter. At what up, Dan? That is the number one, not the word. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to go back to, um, I think, Darjeeling tea before Earl Grey mm. was ever even a thing. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll catch you guys next week. Engage.
1: Make it so.
2: Fortnite on a <laughs> <I> half. <happen. laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
1: The volume fire.